Welcome back to the Nightlife Podcast, Season 3, Episode, the next one, one more time. I keep forgetting what episode it is, and this time I owe it to my drink. Uh, we are coming to you today from Barracuda, Barracuda in Coral Gables, Coconut Florida. Coconut Grove. Here you go. Official. Coconut Grove. Yeah. Dude, why do I say Coral Gables? Some do. It's probably the drink. It's Maybe so. <laughs> Welcome to the Grove. All right, man. And by the way... <laughs> Very glad Thank to have you, you here. Yes. A very a good friend from high school Believe it that or not. I happen to run into walking around the neighborhood while I am walking around with my family, my three kids after I don't know how many years. We graduated in ninety three. Under the bus, right there oh off the bat. God. Yeah. Go ahead, do the math. So yeah. <laughs> so Lee Kessler, who is the proprietor yes. owner here at Barracuda and and you know not too long ago, also around the corner, another Tavern. bar yeah. that a lot of people know called Tavern. Correct. You know, it's actually a bar that I have spoken to my partners a lot about. It's, you know, we always talk about the fact that we would love to go in the other direction of what we always have done, which is the, the crazy right. club scene and, and big venues, a thousand people kind of stuff, into the small bar that, that you can run, you know, the one, local place. One person, local be a one-man show. Yes, yes. And for a fact, I I heard you say a phrase that we hear all the time ourselves, and we're not even in the Grove. I mean, we were here when the Senior Frogs times, pretty oh, much. Yeah. You know, that was when we were here. But um, when Grove had clubs, bring yeah. <laughs> well, but our kinds of clubs. Bringing yeah, exactly. Bringing the Grove back. We keep it's, hearing it's people become talk a about that, thing. and yeah. Um, so you know, I'm sure you hear more more of that or whatever. Yep. But I am very intrigued um, in your side of the industry, the, the, of the business, because I, I was mentioning to you earlier, I'm like, bro, we are always looking um, at something like this as a plan for later, meaning uh, I could picture myself doing this for a very, very, very long time. Yes. Versus at the clubs. I'm already, I already have a new generation of people taking care of shit. Yep. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm there during the day. I try not to be there at night. I, sure. I do it like once a week or not or what's so. But with three kids, a wife, you know, it's like. You stay enough to be fresh. Exactly. Exactly. So, man, that's, that's pretty much um, what I want to talk about today. Okay. It's really about the differences between uh, what you do um, and what I do. And I don't think either one of us was in the yearbook, like as most likely to own a bar or club. <laughs> I haven't looked back at it, but probably not. Probably you know, not. Like, um, mean, where, what, what exact, what do you come from doing after you graduate? You, so you know. I graduated, graduated college. I um, basically was doing freelance film. Actually, my first, I did one job. I did freelance film work for a little bit. Right. TV commercials, documentary. I could build, I could build. So it was very easy. Right. Um, and uh, then I decided to get a real job for benefits at UM. I, the day I was hired, the youngest person hired for that job, and the day they hired, technical director for theater. Okay. The day they hired me, I told them, hey, I'm going to quit in a year, just so you know, but I won't leave you hanging, I'll find my replacement. And I did. And um, I did a little bit more freelance prop masters and, and more commercials, and I was, it's just, it's tough on the body. I was right. over it. And um, actually, the long story short there is I, I decided to take a trip around the world. I know it's a okay. really random thing, but uh, I bought a around the world ticket. All right. And I traveled for 15 months by myself for the backpack. Sounds like something a millennial will be doing. Maybe so, except <laughs> for that in reality, they, they wouldn't have, well, it's honestly that alone. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you work hostile desks, whatever. I was supposed to be gone for a year. I was gone for 15 months. Um, 
came back two weeks before 9-11, or a little less than two weeks before 9-11 happened. Yeah. Um, game changer there. A lot of places I went to, you know, be a little sketchier now. But uh, anyways, I uh, in traveling, I uh, decided, you know, maybe I could do the family business, which was real estate development. Right. I would be third generation Miami doing it in my family. Yeah. And I did it, and I did it for 11 years. Which real estate in Miami is a it was, it was a boom. It was business. great, but then I watched it. I watched it take a dive as well. All the foreclosures and uh, all that, and I, um, I guess, basically, I, I at the time I had 36 apartments on the beach between four buildings. Right. I was the guy. I was a one-man show there too, pretty much. And right. uh, my own, I was, you know, collecting rents, fixing toilets, whatever had to happen. I was that one-man show, unless right. it was beyond my knowledge, which is very rare. Especially since they all had air conditioners in the windows. Right. I could replace that, no problem. And uh, I figured, you know, I, I was just, I was burnt out on the, on the, not burnt out, I did well with the real estate. I just was, I was over it. It yeah. wasn't your thing anymore. It wasn't my right. thing. I right. did well, but it was just, I didn't get my kicks. How about that? Right. And uh, at the same time, the person who had this place was like, hey, Lee, I know you know a lot of people in the industry. If you could, if you could sell for me, I'll give you a commission. And okay, asked a bunch of people. Uh, two of them were more interested than the rest, but nobody really bit. Hey, buddy, sorry, can't help you out. That was that. And then I had a fateful moment where I was like, maybe I should be the guy who buys this part. <laughs> maybe it was meant for me. Right. Um, and that was kind of how I got here. And as you, you mentioned, that's around 2012? 2000, March 2012. Actually, my, my first weekend was St. Patty's Day. Nice. It was a. Uh, it was definitely trial oh, by fire. Good way to. Yeah. I never worked in a bar in my. Never worked in the hospitality industry in my life. Um, it, yeah, I just remember how awkward right, it felt so, touching the drawer, money so in the how drawer. So does, how does it go with, with, you know, going from exactly no experience whatsoever into own a bar in an area like Coconut Grove? Well, um, Bear Crew has been here, 90, well, as Bear Crew is 95. Right. Um, I looked at it like a bar with training wheels because I wasn't going to totally fall. I had built-in clientele for better or worse. Right. All the clientele at the time... Um, were uh, extra, there were more characters than normal <laughs> than, than, than normal in the Grove. Right. And uh, it was very, there was a lot of cleanup that had to happen. But the, the reality is, I looked at it like business is business. Right. And I looked at it like a business. It wasn't my party place. It wasn't, I didn't even drink in my own bar for like the first year. And uh, by the way, that's that's very important. I was, very important. I, I mean, it was like a rule. Like, I yeah. just didn't do it. Right. Um, and but partly things do change over time. Yes, things do change. <laughs> you also establish yourself. You understand yeah, what you're yeah, doing. You know when to stop. Your employees understand. Not just that, but your employees understand that, like, I lead by example, but I can do my thing. I do, you know, right. the drinking is not part of that. Right, right, right. And they don't, yeah. It worked out very well. And there's a lot of bonuses, I think, coming from looking at like, business is business versus hospitality. Because the right. phrase I became, I learned to hate, was, oh, it's how we've always done it. Or right. that's, that's what we do in the industry. You know, I, Right. If it didn't make sense to me, it didn't make sense, you know? And right. like comp tab was a big one. Right. <laughs> and yeah, go ahead. So, you know, I, I, I have a lot of people that, that listen to this that are in the marketing side of the equation. Uh, what we call here in Miami promoter, mm -hmm. promoter or around the world, yeah. club promoter. Um, and I, one thing that I was able to do, I, I started early, like right after high school. Actually, high school was the beginning push because we threw a, a few house parties back yep. then they I may and, have been to one yes of course <laughs> yes. and that was the beginning of you know realizing man that's this is cool and you're able to pull this many people and all that kind of stuff I can make and, money doing go, this exactly exactly but um, after a time we were able to go from that to and, and actually convincing my dad it's funny convincing my dad that it was something that I was gonna do like full-time was very hard 
Um, did he, did, was he like, what are you thinking? I he asked, thought you were Peter oh, Pan? He told me, are you crazy? Right. That it's not a job. Right. My dad and my counselor in, in, in college. I believe it. And um, my dad basically gave me 50 bucks, <laughs> I remember, because I needed it to open the bank account That's for the awesome. business. And that was it, the 50 bucks to open That's the bank awesome account at, at Chase Bank, I remember back then. Washington Mutual at the time. Okay. Um, and then from then it just it, it grew at some point. Right. You know we've had over ten different uh, clubs, uh, restaurants, and and um, we had at some point even up to like two hundred employees or whatever. So it's it's a crazy operation Absolutely. at some point, you know. But um, so there are some people that when I talk to them um, and they want to open a bar, a, a place, a venue, There's a club, especially. Yes. But there's there are some that I actually tell them, don't do it. Yeah. Don't go in that in that route. And that's why I it's teach. It's not for everybody. Right. Exactly. But I teach my area of the business, which is unfortunately the marketing side of it. And I say unfortunately because it is yeah. the part that is super hard. It's super hard when things are hard. Well, yeah, you know exactly. I mean? um, but when it comes to a business like yours, it's something I'm not I'm not very. Um, Educated and meaning the difference in your overheads and bar wise, you're saying yes, gotcha. yes. When it's a, just a, a local bar, bar, not a club. Yeah, I'm used to. Okay, I need 600 people, so it looks okay. I hear you. And I make at least 25 grand uh, sales in one night. If not, it's, we're not gonna make right. uh, it's the not month. Worth my time. Exactly. I hear you. Um, so I, I understand without getting into specific numbers. That it's a lot different, um, okay. you know, over, yes. over here. I heard you say something, for example, when we spoke last week. Um, yeah, I can't. We can't do the podcast this week. We gotta do it next week because I have my my, my GM is is yes. in her honeymoon, was it? Or she was on her honeymoon. She just came back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then again, for si like for six years, but you years, were doing I, for six much years. Everything. I wore all the hats. Right, right, right. I still wear all the hats. I just I finally found a manager. Third time was a charm. Okay. I finally found a manager who I could it works. Uh, right, right. I could. Try, I mean, the first two people, they were they were employees that worked for me. They went from within, started as a door guy, then they went and you know, bartend, cook, whatever. However, right. they did it. Problem was the first, the, the instant they knew I was kind of grooming them to be a manager, shot himself in the foot so bad I had to fire him on the spot. Mm. And both, and then and then came uh, and then came this one person, which was in I was at a friend's bar. Uh, keep his game. Okay. And two of my oldest friends, actually, you know, Drew Porath. Yeah, of course. Uh, Drew, yeah, basically, yeah. Drew and my friend John Drew. Sir, who went to Killian. How are yes, you doing, Drew? Hope you, hope you watch this. You better hey, be I watching hope this. So. <laughs> he might still be at work right now, but he, oh, if he's, he's definitely working right now. Um, <laughs> anyway, they, uh, yeah, they told me, said, hey, why don't you hire her? She's perfect. Right. And she is. Loves craft beer. Really knows it, knows the brewers, know, knows how to preps in the game already. Just by being, a, she's just that into it. Right. But she's also had her four kids. She's she just got married. She she's a grounded person, and right. it was perfect for me. She's a responsible right. person my age. It's, it's not right. You know, in this industry, we we're it's very young. Yeah. Um, it's it's you know not always as a parent, but it's a young industry. It just uh, right. I millennial part is something you mentioned it earlier. The millennial part is something that right. plays in big time, and I'm learning to. to deal with that right work ethic is different correct so um i want to explain something to the people that are listening to this there's a lot of people that listen By to this means. in other parts of the world not Please. not here in the u.s uh australia in uh canada Today. in south africa yes. and the thing is this 
we um, here, Coconut Grove, we, uh, that, that, the hashtag bring yeah. back the Grove is because this was an area that was, you know, the nightlife in this area was amazing. It was awesome. The, the, the I mean, the yeah, restaurants. So uh, everything was vibrant. But you have to understand, that, I mean, at that time also, you had only two places to go. You went to South Beach, you went to the Grove. Right. There was not a Midtown, there wasn't a Wynwood, there wasn't a, I mean, if you went to Wynwood at that time, I mean, you're, oh, no, you're no. like getting, it was a bad scene. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I. There was no Brickle mid- either. Uh, yeah, no Brickle, I mean, just a lot of it. And even then, you only had South Beach at the Grove, and you, you were kind of like a South Beach person or a Grove person. Correct. Like, that's kind of how it was. Right. I mean, when I went to South Beach, I, you know, once in a while, I loved it. Which, by the way, the beach is not the same either. None of it is, <laughs> right. none of it is. I mean, they had the same impact, because, now Miami has a lot of options. Mm-hmm. The rally that the rally even has a little draw with breweries right. and their uh, what's the new place open up the, the city uh, city center city, city, center, yeah. city place city uh, whatever oh. the city yeah, yeah the center <laughs> uh, they they made it happen you know everyone's right. got their own thing and it's kind of it's also the way of humans now we're we're getting very cent- central all your all your shopping all your everything the way they're doing the Grove with transportation you don't try they're, the way they're trying to lean it the way I see it is um, you know not so much you know less cars walk in. You know, right. the Ubers, and I'm more Ubers, Uber, the, uh, Uber the uh, freebies or whatever, all the, the right. electric. Right. Uh, pros and cons, that's, that's yet to be seen, but right. places grew up, you so, know? So the question is this, do you see the Grove? I mean, there's you got to see something in the Grove because you get this well, bar in 2012. Right now is poised to be, is poised to come up. I mean, okay. it, the way I, it's funny, um, you know, everybody has to do a revamp at some point, I think, just because mm-hmm. that's evolution of the places. Right. Um, and there are comparables where you kind of see, you know, kind of foretell the future. Um, they've made a re- they made an analogy recently between uh, the Grove and Soho. How all of a okay. sudden Soho had this evolution where they, you know, there's a lot of empty, empty storefronts, but then it became, and, and you could draw parallels, I guess. But right. the point is, it's evolving. And right. uh, the Grove is revamping now, and they've been, I think they're doing a great job. It's, it's uh, for us. Both it's, residential it's, it's, and commercial. Yeah, well, residential uh, blew it blew up. I mean, I, right. especially the condos, the towers are built. Everything that was in in progress is, is coming to fruition now. Right. So people are moving in. People are here. So for for so for somebody who's gonna open a bar, somebody who wants to open a bar, which, and I get a lot of people that are interested in opening a bar understand. in different places or whatnot. Especially. Yeah. Should they be in a neighborhood? Like. You know, more urban, smaller, instead of like the middle center of you the know, city. I've, in real estate, there's a phrase my, that I learned from my father, actually. There's an ass for every saddle. Okay. And uh, it's true. And, the, you know, like there's, a, there's something for everybody, you know, even when you find right. that weird bar that's like whatever niche, where, there's those people. Right. You know, if you have enough of them, make it last, great. Right. You know, if not, maybe you're in the wrong, maybe you change location, whatever. Right. right. Um, I mean, for me, this was a this place was it, it's a staple of the Grove. You know, it's one of those right. iconic places that um, it was like kind of came with training wheels. Right. Uh, but so but as for opening up, it, it, what's your niche? You know, it's all right, there's right, a lot. Right. There's a lot there. And, and and here, basically, I feel like I'm somewhere in in, in Key West it's, somehow. Thank you, you know, that's that's hundred percent. Yeah. Well, it's talking to you even more. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm just. And right now it's a nice low for us. It's good time. No, yeah, I, love it. I love it. I love it. I, I, it's the, and that's another even thing. Even when it's it packed, has that though, vibe, even right, when it's you know, packed, you still have it. They're still yes. That's very. And good. if that's it's not that, then they should be. Then they get kicked out. That's it. Right. <laughs> we're just over it. So uh, that's the beauty of a local dive bar. <laughs> correct. So you were telling me something earlier that I think you guys are going to be interested in hearing, and it's a story that about eight months ago when you 
decide to get into another venture in okay. the you know in the bar industry and it's that bar that we always like i said me and my partners we always talk about why don't we go in a different direction instead of staying on the same road of, of the clubs and trying to make it a bigger one and a bigger one and a bigger one you know and be the next live or but for the hispanics right. we do mostly my, most of my clientele is, is latin okay you know um and then Instead of going in that direction, why not open, you know, a few of the little ones, very smaller. But do you see that when you're older or you see that now? No, we, we've been talking about it for a while. We just... Fair enough. But do you see yourselves doing it older or now? Ah, some, like... I bet you the answer is older. Older, yes. I yes, know. more more older than now because see, now me, I know I still have the... I picture it that way too. This just fell on my lap and, you know, you can't always pick your timing. Right. Um, I didn't get a chance to pick my timing, but this one fell on my lap. Right. Um, I went for it. I mean, it's already there. But so while when I'm you're a very old, handy person. Like I do it all myself. And not, I'm not right. saying like operation on that, but like even like, like this table was at my house. This exact table was at my house for three weeks while I refinished it. Right. You know, like well, every I'm, single I'm thing gonna, I build. I'm gonna give you a small example. Okay. Before we started the the interview, this table was shaking a little bit, and you got down there and you put. By the way, that's a floor on the table. <laughs> there you go. Um, you coasters. Know, you put coasters under the, you know, right. something that we've all seen, we all know that works or right. whatever, whatever. But you have no idea how many places I've been that when I interview the owner, the owner will call somebody else to come do something as small as that. Actually, it's been a problem of mine. Okay. I'm very hands-on. But I it's have good. A hard time. I think that's good because late, to today, degree, people I, have to lead by example. I know how to delegate. I do it very well. I just tend to do it myself quick. Right. Like, you know, does that, does that level as an owner where like, the time it takes me to tell them, to, da, 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 I, yeah. I, I could have had it done. Millennials don't like to be told shit anymore. Uh, they, they don't. <laughs> they're, they're, they're told. They just feel like they just find a reason why it's not right. Right, right. Even though it's, that's it's what has to happen. Yeah, and, and we are almost, you know, millennials, borderline. You think? But, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to accept this. <laughs> no, like seriously, it's. Um, so what I want to ask about about um, the, the tavern, okay, tavern, which is, I mean, it's it's uh, for you guys that haven't been to to the Grove before. It's, it's a I don't know how how small is the bar. Tavern, it's, it's it's basically a hallway that opens up in the back and for and there's a, there's enough room for a pool table, but it, it's a small it. bar. It's beer yeah. and wine. If you walk by, no all you see is a small door, the 21 over hallway. sign because everybody knows it's 21 and over. Yep. And you have that little door. And back in the day, it used to be I don't know. Lately, it was my home away from home. Exactly. I, there was a short time in you high school. Wise, not high crazy. school. After high school. No, no, it was and high I, school. <laughs> no, <kidding>. after <laughs> high school. Right up. Uh, right up. I like, may have had a key for one a short, hour. After I may have had a key for a short time just because I was a regular. Who, right. uh, if all else failed, I could lock it up. I lived three blocks away. Right, right, right. And I and had no little did I know then I'd own a bar one day or that bar for that matter. Right. It wasn't so, the same key, by the way. So is that something? Now that now you have now that you you know it, it falls into your lap you say but uh, yes but it, well this one fell well they both really did which you know I I, I mean I'm, I was looking I, to have a chain or to be you know it, but both like on the same it, at the, in the same area a lot of people wouldn't do that right but I but I agree with it's you kind I think of control over it. yeah no no and I agree with you I I, I had this conversation with another club owner you, yeah. and we spoke about. That it, it's better if we concentrate and make we try to synergy. make a destination. Yeah, create destination. Synergy together. happens, and you and it, it, they play on each other. Right. And this person that I spoke to ended up owning four or five different venues now in Wynwood. Absolutely. Um, and they're doing great. Right. Over there, it's just you know. It helps in many ways. Okay. Um, uh, big, yeah, huge. Especially well, also not that, but my partner over there is one of the members of Sandbar, and so that that's a third bar bar on this block. Okay. That's the right. block. Right. Uh, it, it's the Barmuda Triangle, if you will. 
Correct. Correct. <laughs> and uh, and it works well. Right. What are your the hours of operation currently in this area? For Barracuda, it's uh, well Mondays we open at six. So we open late, six okay. till three a.m. But every other day, noon to three a.m. So the Grove is three a.m. currently closing. Center Grove is three a.m. Got. It. The only one that had a non three a.m. was Mr. Mose until it closed, which was five. Right. And now okay. and that was due to that was a that's a long story. Right. But <laughs> I, I guess um, what is it? Grandfathered in somehow. Well, yeah, exactly. Right. There's, there's talk of uh, that coming back. Um, I. Do you Personally, think it's needed or it's better not to? Better to go home a little earlier. I think it's I think it's needed. Okay. But I, I still would close at 3 a.m. though. Okay, got it. I think it's needed, but Barracuda, what happens, but Barracuda would still close at 3. Way I see it, between 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. in this ambience, it's no good. I most people say that. Right. The problem is that, I, like I said, I would still close at 3 because I, I hear what you're saying. Right. But the problem is that every the rest of all of Miami is 5 a.m. Right. Or, or, or more. Or and the issue is that a lot of people whatever. make the decision to go out at, at midnight and they end up going out right, like, at one. And so then if you go Also, the three. industry crowd, also right. all that. It, um, the problem with the, when Grove went from 5 a.m. to 3 a.m. is that it took us off the same playing, level playing field as every other area of Miami. Right. How do you make people come earlier? It's tough. It's very tough. Right. It, it, um, I mean, you're fighting a little bit of stigma, you're fighting a little bit of uh, just. Human nature, right. uh, but this plate, Barracuda in particular, has always been more of a night place. I we have a we have a menu. We do a great lunch, but it will low like right now, and right. then it comes back for the night. Um, as a, as a bar, do you use any kind of partnerships? Like for example, when when my promoting company uh, works with a venue, it's a it's basically a partnership. Right. It's, we go in, we take one day, one night that is hours that we work together sure and it's a partnership sales wise and everything yep um uh, expense wise also and all those kinds of things so do you guys do anything like that sometimes or are you 100 just yourself or? i'm 100 myself there are exceptions um certain there are some people um coconut groove i don't know if you know these guys okay. they uh dan traviesto he's uh right. he basically runs this he's a great guy and um we're actually just booked the next one here um, I, I don't, if do you know their, I'm sorry, do you know their setup? No. Basically, no they are, um, they're DJ. It's a DJ. It's house music, or, or okay. I don't want to insult anybody. It's whatever. It's this great. I don't know what they label it as, but great vibe music. It's a very good vibe crowd. They do island parties here in the Grove. We just had one this past weekend. Dan, uh, last time I closed Fuller Street in front of here. We I did it with him. We as a partnership. Right. Uh, we had full liquor industry. We did full concert. We had spam all stars and problem kids and all these great acts play plus DJs in between. Um, that's a great event. I think I saw event. some karaoke going on here. Tonight. That's every Thursday. Thursday. That's a college karaoke. night. That's my other question. That's was a different that. story. Do you, that's a, do the you exact also opposite. do a theme thing like, on, like for example Tuesday trivia. Tuesday is trivia. Uh, Wednesday I do bottles and beats. It's live music. We do a special on craft beer packages. Like any any craft beer package, thirty percent off. Right. Thursdays are always a college night, and that's like been that way since you and I were babies. Like oh, yeah. It's and that's that's we didn't claim that. Like this college night is college night, whether you like it or it not. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, they're gonna is. come. You don't so want to be do ready college for night. They're gonna show. A hurricane or a hurricane. Good. Like it just like be ready for the hurricane. Right, right. Bat down the hatches because I'm coming. Right. And but that's but that's very finite though. It's uh min, like basically midnight to three a.m. They don't show. I mean, we are so you guys know we are close to UM. Very, yeah. We're very close to UM, and the Coconut Grove has always been a UM yeah. hangout. Um, and even with all the other options, which they do, Thursday, right. 
it still is a college night and still gets as crazy as it used to. Right. Um, it's just more of a finite time. Right. Um, How is your relationship with other owners around the area? Great. Phenom Actually, that, is that part is phenomenal. Important. Yeah. That and the bid. You're right. Uh, the, and the bid's important too. The business improvement district work. They, pr they work well with us. Um, right. I think right now they're just it's a it's a in the Grove is a very it's a tough position right now. Just considering the evolution that's happening. I think that's the one thing that's going to bring the Grove back. One of the things. Which is the the relationship that you guys have with each other and everybody helping each other. That and there are some very thing. good people. Uh, Barstool Sports has been phenomenal, by the way. There you, you go. You know those guys? Yeah. They, they, how I don't know. I appreciate it thoroughly. Right. But we, we were we were one of their nominees for best bar in 2019. They just sent me nice. a banner yesterday. Nice. Um, it is a nice bar. It's awesome, and they, and, but they are doing a bring, especially the Barstool Miami is a lot of bring the Grove back. Right. They've been posting it. They they get it out there. Um, it's a good vibe. It's a I really like it a lot. I like it. That and also that last time I did the Coconut Group here at, at Barracuda, um, we had uh, Mike Ryan from the Levitard Show DJ, okay. and he was phenomenal. And he's big on bringing the group back. And these guys, we have good, we have very good performance out there right. to, to support. No, us. I hope Which the will, way the way. Grove when comes it's back, back, it's gonna be awesome. It's but just but I hope it. it's it's not nightclub wise. You know what I mean? I don't, no, I don't see that happening. Yeah, I don't think either. I mean, I I mean. I think I, you know, I think that because it got a little cr I hate a little crazy say, at some point. It did, compared to the beach clubs. It was like, oh, never, like, never like that beach. was like with training wheels. Never like the beach, never like downtown. No, it was a Grove version. Right. But they was I like the Grove version of clubs. Right. You yeah. can wear sandals necessarily, but you true. but you didn't have to be, true, true, you know, true. down. You didn't spend a fortune either. Exact. Yeah. You know. That's another thing. Um, anyway. All right, so we're almost running out of time. Believe it. Oh, yeah, or not. I, I so, don't believe it. <laughs> so let me ask you one thing. What is the one tip you would say to anybody who is out there that's interested in opening their own bar, bar. yeah treat it like a business that's it's not your man cave <laughs> if you see like we're, we have a beer right now and that's we're doing an interview right. but if we uh you know you see me out here having a having a beverage and uh in that middle of time right. around forever right yeah it's not gonna happen everywhere <laughs> still happening anyway um you know, I'm probably doing a sampling. I, I, I can't tell how many times people came to me when I first the bar. Right. They see me sticking, you know, meeting with a rep, sampling a beer, and I'm going back in the office to work. But they're like, oh, I want to be like here, and I want to just sit here and have beers all day and talk to everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. You caught me in two minutes. I mean, I, I can tell you guys. Business um, is business. There's probably no other job out there that you can come to work as the owner wearing sandals, flip-flops like this guy is right now. <laughs> you know, it's just... Um, it's fun. It's a great life to oh, have, go. honestly. This um, song is good for you. You might have a few bad days, you know, as everybody does, but it is beautiful in the end. Yes. For sure, you know. And definitely do not treat it like a man cave. Um, yeah. There's in the, in, Show your in face, my area, in my shake area. Shake hands, know yeah. all your patrons, know their yes. first name, know they drink. 100%. But you don't have to always drink with them. Exactly, exactly. I mean, in, in my line of work, in my, my part, which is more, you know, the, the nightclub, whatever, craziness yes. or whatnot. Um, it's the same thing applies, you know, I believe because it, people tend to get crazy. And, and one of the Either reasons, way, alcohol's involved, whatever's yes, involved. There is, there is. And, you're, and people do tell us all the time, oh man, that business, I don't know. You know, I don't know about it. it it's it's crazy. What, but that you decide, exactly, it's, it's up to you. In the end, it's really up to you. If you have control so. of yourself, yeah. go for so it. So basically, don't do it. You make a lot it. of money. Don't get into this business because you want 
to drink with your buddies or because you want to get the girls, which you will. Right. But Or get high on your own supply. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hire somebody to do that, man. Right. Um, so, yeah, man. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Oh, for, Great to see for, you again. For the beer. Salud. It was very Cheers. good to see you. Guys, remember, um, get all the episodes at nightlifepodcast.com. Get the book on Amazon. Thanks to LMG for sponsoring the episode. And don't forget, to, if you are here in Miami at The Grove, come check out Barracuda and ask for Lee. Barracuda, Tabas and Grill. There you go. See, See you next you week.